Are you a seasoned runner, new to running, or considering becoming a runner? This podcast is about everything related to all aspects of running, whether it's road, trail, mountain, the types of running gear, nutrition, and most importantly, your stories. Welcome to A Runner's Mind. I am David Holland, your host. I am a passionate runner that loves to connect with like-minded people that love running. Welcome. On this episode for A Runner's Mind, we have invited Ashley to our podcast to discuss her running journey. We have Ashley, a runner who likes to motivate and inspire others through her rawness that has lost over 100 pounds and understands the struggle of carrying weight. We are excited for her to share her story. Welcome to A Runner's Mind, Ashley. Hey, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on the show. Why don't you give us a little bit of background of yourself and how you got into running? Oh, goodness. So I am a mother. I have six kids. And back in the day, I had my oldest son and I got into running because I was struggling to keep up to him. And I knew I had to make a life change and make this huge just life decision to do something different. So I got into running and it's been my savior. It's been my escape. It's been like what keeps me sane. It keeps me a good mother, friend, everything. So that's how I got into running. That's great. So you have six kids. I do. And their ages, what what are their age ranges? It is 20, 17, 16, 11, and nine-year-old twins. Nine-year-old twins. Wow. Uh, boys, girls, mix? It is five boys and the baby of the twins. So the true baby is a girl, and she knows it. <laughs> that is cool. How do you feel about having the, the baby of the baby being a girl? It's cool because she has five older protectors and they are, Lord help them, so protective over her. And she she knows it. She can say whatever and do whatever and get away with whatever because she's got her five older brothers to defend her. But it's really cool. I can say as a mother of boys, it's so much easier being a mother of boys. <laughs> so I'll take it all day long having five. I dig it. My my youngest is a girl and she's she's definitely the one that tries to get away with everything. I'm sure she gets away with everything. <laughs> I know, and I try, but she's got me wrapped around her little finger. It's it's easy. They do that to you. Yeah. So let's let's talk about you lost a hundred pounds. Yes. So do you want to talk to us about that journey and where it's led to today? Yes. Okay. So I got touched just with saying with my oldest, I started having troubles keeping up with him. He was starting to walk around like pretty early. So it was like 10 months he started walking and I couldn't keep up. And I was like, this has got to change. Like I, like the thing I wanted in life was to be a mother. And here I was a mother finally, and I couldn't keep up with my own child. And I was like, so what I did is I am I started kind of watching more what I ate and making sure I was fueling properly. But my biggest thing was just 
I would put him in the stroller and start walking. And then I would have him walk with me. And then it became longer and longer. And to save time as a mother, I started to circuit run so that I could build up to just running straight because I was running out of time, but I still wanted to get those miles in so that I was balancing out being healthy and stuff and making sure that as a mother, I was like doing things that were helping him. So like it was started by walking to the park and then I would go to further parks. And then I started, you know, doing my circuit running and started running straight to like those further parks. And I kept extending and extending, extending it. But at the end, it was still being a mother and in like incorporating my child into my workouts. And like, while he was playing at the park, I was, you know, working out on the equipment, finding ways to become active and it just started shedding off a hundred and it was like a little over a hundred pounds. It went from night and day. I was starting to keep up with him. He was now active and he was following my lead. And just like, of course, by the time I was like, really like lost all that weight, he was like running and very active child himself. So it was amazing because not only was I able to keep up with him? We were just super active together and forming this amazing bond that he still has at 20 years old with me of like this passion for working out and bettering himself and going to the gym and eating healthy. So it was amazing watching the transformation between him and me. And it was like that kid saved my life and like making that decision to make a huge life change was because of him, like wow. wanting to be better. Kudos to you. I, I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes they want to make that change in their life to maybe lose weight or get healthy so they can keep up with their kids. And mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, a lot of our drive is we want our kids to see, okay, look, we may have struggled, but we found a way to overcome that. And so, yeah. so, so you and your son really bonded from that experience, right? Yep. All and all my all six of my kids are the same. We all do workouts together. We all like eat healthy. And when I say workouts, it's it's everything. We find ways to be active together. It doesn't necessarily mean that we hit the gym together. We do, but we find ways to motivate each other by just living life and enjoying it. And we've done that the whole like their whole life. They don't know any different. That is just you know, one of those things that I raised them to do was be active with me, be conscious about what they're doing and take care of themselves. We don't find time. We make time. We, it's just like, as we have to breathe. We have to bond as a family and work like together and work on ourselves. Wow. So you are really super mom. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in some ways. That That's pretty remarkable though. I mean, six kids, you lost over a hundred pounds. I mean, that in itself is a pretty remarkable journey. So you're also a social media influencer. You seem to motivate yes. tons and tons of people. Why don't you talk to us about your motivation and how you like to get raw with people and the things that you share with fitness with others to help them improve their lives? Okay, so... I was discovered because it just happened. I when I run, I escape my like the reality. I'm in my own thoughts. I am I'm solving the world's problems. So what ended up happening was 
I was overwhelmed with so much in my head that I started writing it down and I just started putting it on social media. And I found a group that was allowing me to do that on the daily. And then people started following me because of it. And it was very, sometimes it wasn't even like I knew what I was saying because it was my inner thoughts just being spewed out into shit and being shared everywhere. And so it became motivation for others because I had no filter. It was literally the stuff I was feeling, dealing with, or had dealt with in the past that I was still processing as it just, just because randomly. And I just put it out there for everybody. And I was like, well, if people connect on that, that's cool. If they don't, you know, oh, well, you know, like, it's just, I need to put it somewhere. I need to like get it out there and stop having it bottled up inside of me. And what ended up happening is I did start influencing and motivating others and sharing my journey in complete rawness of like what was going on health wise with me and what was going on. Because I knew that also if I shared things, it would help me because there's going to be people that are like going through the same thing and we can share ideas and how like the hurdles and the obstacles that we're overcoming and maybe get somewhere with it. Like I've been very open that I have autoimmune diseases and I had people help me and give me ideas because I shared that wouldn't have happened if I would have kept quiet. And so I rise the power of just being raw and real with people and started really just embodying that. And like, I do it on the daily because it helps me, but I also get so much like, I don't know, like, it's just amazing helping people, like having them say, because of you, I didn't give up because of you, I did this. That is the biggest thank you. And the biggest prize in life that you can ever get. That is, that's pretty sweet. And that's one thing I noticed about you just from seeing you, you know, on different timelines and groups and stuff like that was just how real you were, you know, and, and seeing so many people just flock to that because they liked your rawness. They liked the honesty, you know, and and you're not just sugarcoating it. You know, I feel like in today's society, you know, we, sugarcoat a lot of things and people hinder their lives from or they're they're afraid of those truths so they you know don't get outside their comfort zone and that's one thing i appreciate about your poster that you're honest you're real you know you're letting people know this is the struggles that it takes to get here but you can do it if you keep you know just grinding on the daily yeah because the thing is is most people like fear being alone in something and feel like, oh, I'm the only one that's going through this because we're so used to people sugarcoating and leaving out the ugly, the things that we're afraid to talk about, or we feel like it's weakness in some capacity. And it's kind of sad because I'm just like, that's where the real growth and like hurdles happen and the, the blockers that we need to overcome. And if we're sitting there hiding it, how are people ever going to succeed in life if we don't own it? Absolutely. For me, I have to own it. Like I have to sit there and be like, yeah, this sucks, but you know, I'm going to go through it and you know, it happens and things change. But if I don't own it, then, you know, I'm never going to get to where I want to be. Absolutely. I mean, it it, it all comes with that accountability piece of, of saying that you're going to own it, you know, and following Mm -hmm. through and making those things, um, you know, a discipline in your life. And so, um, Another thing I love about, you know, your social media is your positive side with everything, 
you know, it, it's so easy for people to be negative on social media, but you're always just constantly, you know, even when you don't have a workout that goes your way, or maybe you have a rough week with your eating habits, you're, you're upbeat and positive. Why don't you share with us, you know, the reasons behind being positive all the time? That one's super easy. I lived in a life where we'll go back to like, I sugarcoated things. I hid things. I didn't take ownership accountability about things. You are what you surround yourself with. You are what you speak, you eat, you feel, you do. So if I wanted to make changes to actually better myself as in every capacity, I had to do it with even what I say and what I chase after. So for me, I really changed even the way the narrative goes in my life. Instead of looking at it as a bad, I looked at it as what did this lesson teach me? What did this like align me with? Is it like getting me where I want to go? And from that negativity, where should I go? So I started changing everything into positives as it's like, it's my lessons. It's my, what I needed to overcome. So I started really putting that out there. Cause I was like, I've always preached again, like, you know, you need to be the change you wish to see. So if I want to see people being positive, I need to surround myself with positive. I need to be positive. And for me to have a positive life and have a positive outcome, I have to actually completely embody that. So I had to let everything go and actually look at it in a different light. And it was pretty easy once it actually started hard at first, because we're so used to like the negative train and everybody right. jumps on and stuff. But like when you actually start moving with momentum and that positivity and really look at what it really is, those lessons, those growth moments, it's uncomfortable, it's messy, it sucks. But if you change it, you actually see the value in it. I agree with and everything that. else. Yeah, it goes all hand in hand. Absolutely. I mean, I know um, a lot of times, you know, if I get in a funk, I start thinking, am I being positive? Am I being negative? Because if I keep that stinking thinking, it just kind of keeps derailing, you know, mm -hmm. your day to where you start taking it out on your kids or your significant other or could affect you at your job. And yeah. You know, if you can get those negative thoughts out and say, hey, regardless of what happens today, I'm going to be positive. That alone can redirect, you know, the path that you're on. So shifting gears into running, what does running contribute to in your life? Oh, my goodness. Everything. It has been. I always tell people running is my escape when things are bad but my celebration when things are good. So when I had gone through some hurdles in life, um, I went through domestic abuse. It was my escape. It was the only way that I could get away from the situation. It was my way to reset and kind of refocus. And then also when things were good, it was my celebration and my just loving life and being grateful for like the things I've overcome and everything else, because it was, it's a, it's a good coping mechanism, a very underutilized coping mechanism. Like if you're having a bad time, you can control like how you feel by continually like feeling properly and going out for a run, recent, like recentering, resetting, however you need to look at it. But also when things are good, it's just in a way to appreciate everything. 
So running has been my go-to for anything in life, regardless of like where I'm at in life. And it's so like one of the cheapest forms of exercise. So you can do it anywhere. All you really need is like some shoes and some people go barefoot. So I can, you don't even need that. (laughs) So, right. I mean, just go and, and it like, you don't have to focus on how far or how fast you are. Just, you know, do what feels good and just keep going from there. I agree with you. And, and and thank you for, you know, being vulnerable and, and honest and real with us sharing that, you know, from your past, you know, I, I know running has helped out so many people overcome different things that they've battled in their life and it's helped get them in, you know, a different direction in their life where they can really, you know, feel, you know, just true happiness and, and change people's lives as well, you know, from where they used to be. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So races. So (laughs) I'd like you to touch on that for a moment. And I think it's unique. So you don't like to run races for some personal reasons. Um, you want to share with us why? Yes, I don't run races. Um, I have like really bad anxiety. So that is another reason why I run is because of my anxiety helps me control it. But when races come about the fact that I have a planned time to run and a planned amount amount to run, and I, I get anxiety from all that and it overwhelms me to the point where it actually cripples me in a way that I can't come out of it. So for me, I try to avoid that. I like the freedom of just being able to go when I need to and go for as long as I need to and quit when I need to, because I really try to avoid um, comparison because it's a rabbit hole that so many go down and it's specifically in my personal stance is I can't go down that rabbit hole because I can't come back out without having some real issues. So my anxiety just gets to me. And to me, I'd rather just compete against me, me against me, because it's it's easy for me. It's just, you know, it keeps me in check. It keeps me in line without having the anxiety, you know, cripple me with it stuff and also going down that comparison. I really don't share my stats either just because um, for me, running is personal and it's not something like I share my journey with it, but I don't share the details of it because it shouldn't matter to me. Like it, to me, it doesn't matter what your stats are or what races you've ran or any of that stuff, because it's personal. My running is very personal. So I avoid anything that causes me any negative feelings because it's just, it's always been my savior. It's always been my sweet spot and escape. So I tried to keep it just that. I I respect that greatly. I think, I think everyone's running journey is like you said it yourself is personal and, mm-hmm. you know, to whatever degree you're comfortable with doing should be how your running journey is. So I, I like that you like to compete against yourself, you know, um, not putting races on pedestals or, you know, always comparing yourself to others because of your times or how many miles you covered. So I love that perspective coming from you on why you don't do, you know, races. So thank you for, for you know, explaining that and sharing a different perspective on you know, why you don't do races. Anytime. 
but I mean, I get why some people are like, love it because that's motivation to them. Um, and that's fine. It's just, I, my motivation is just running from that a hundred pounds that I lost and running from my issues that's like running saved me from like domestic abuse and other, you know, like deaths that I had trouble dealing with. I run for that. And like, that's my motivation is to not go back to that place and to continually be better and healthier for my children and stuff. That's my motivation when other people have other motivations, other reasoning. And that's cool. I love it. Like I love everybody's story. Like it's really personal. Exactly. And, and I think your story is, is so inspiring in itself. You know, it, you wanted to start running and get healthy so you could be a better parent to your children. And then you lost all that weight. And how long ago did you lose that weight? Just curious. Um, it was when my son, my oldest son was a year, well, just about a year old. So he would like, he's 20. So it was 19 years ago. Okay. Wow. And you've kept it off this whole time. The okay. Pregnancy kind of swayed in that, but yes, for, yes, for the most part, I've kept it off pregnancy, of course, excluded, like you can't control that, (laughs) but yes, I have stayed healthy. I ran throughout my pregnancies and right after my pregnancies and, but yeah, that that's inspiring (laughs) in itself, Ashley. Well, here at a runner's mind, uh, you know, whenever we're ending podcasts, we, we have a question. So why don't you share a fun fact about yourself? Oh my goodness. I, okay. So a fun fact about me that probably nobody would know is the fact that I'm actually super socially awkward and shy in person. Really? <laughs> yes. And it's wow. so weird because I've had people meet me out in like real life from like away from social media. The first thing they say is, wow, you're super tall. Cause I'm five eleven. Okay. But then like they also are like, you're not like the person I thought you like really like outgoing. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just kind of shy. <laughs> like I don't mind talking, but I'm just very, yeah, very quiet in person. <laughs> wow, you would you would never think that just, you know, um being a social media in- influencer, but um so quick question. Has anybody asked you to be a public speaker or anything like that? Yes, I've had that asked many times and to write books and stuff about my story. It'll come. I just have to find the right spot for it. But yeah, public speaking, I I would probably do it. I just haven't found the right path to go on it, but I have been asked several times. Well, you'd never know that from this podcast, but... uh, (laughs) Well, well, thank you, Ashley, for taking the time to meet with us on A Runner's Mind. If the listener wants to get in touch with you or follow you, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Um, you can go on Facebook. It's um, Sheree Tatsia on Facebook. And then Instagram, it's Tatsia on Instagram. But it's my middle name. So um, you can tell because my banner right now says Ashley Sheree on there. But, you know, like. You can follow me there. That's where I post everything that I'm like talking about of like motivation and stuff. It's my inner thoughts that I'm running with. So um, sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes I don't. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, those are probably my main hubs of where you can find me. Well, thank you again, Ashley. We, We greatly appreciate your 
rawness and just sharing your running journey with all the listeners here at a running a runner's mind um for the listener thank you for listening to our podcast today with ashley uh we're on all podcast platforms spot spotify apple um be sure to like us and follow us and let us know how we can do better thanks again This has been A Runner's Mind with your host, David Holland. You can check us out by going to Spotify and simply searching A Runner's Mind. We want to thank you for listening today and have a good rest of your day.